everybody. Welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hello to my family down there at the Deck Bar in Florida. And I want to wish you all the best. The Dolphins will lose this weekend to the horrible New York Jets and help us make the playoffs. Probably Love not, but let's yeah, hope. I know. I can wish. Uh, anyway, welcome to everybody. Welcome to uh, everybody that's already in live. People commenting already. Hey, Noah. Hey, George. Love it. Welcome in, guys. Joe. I knew Joe would be in at some point. Um, so welcome in, everybody. And Oh, Burner's here, too. <laughs> Did you see what he's fucking eating? Pineapple pizza. What an asshole. Who the God. Who's the asshole? What are you talking about? Burner. He eats pineapple pizza. Oh, well, now that well, we'll have to say that for the off season. That sounds like good off season material. We'll have to uh, get into that. Yeah, the rats have a top 10 defense, Ryan. Yeah, no, no, no I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I think they're deep. I said decent, but they, their, their rushing defense, defense is outstanding. Their defense is good, yeah, which makes last week a little bit. Which makes it, last week the Steelers put one on them. They really did. And and uh, Najee Harris was the first back this season to gain over 100 yards yeah. versus the Ratbirds defense. They've been giving up an average of 94 yards per game total. So yeah. Calais Campbell being out was yeah, that huge, helped. huge, huge, but, huge. But credit, you know, cre- credit to Steelers for going in yeah. there and going a little old school and doing, you know, Fuck doing yeah. was, was, you know, Just- necessary. To, to let everybody know, we were talking about this memo that uh, before we started recording this memo that came down from the NFL, um, which has kind of explained what's going to happen here now that the, the Bengals and the Bills um, are not going to make that game up. Um, and it's it's unique. I'm going to give the NFL a little bit of credit here. They're they're thinking outside the box a little. Um, you, you would have some um, uh, games played at uh, neutral sites. Uh, if if certain things fall a certain way, and um, you know Baltimore obviously is kind of on the outside looking in with this, it's going to be interesting to see how they approach Sunday, knowing that they already can't be the division champs. So, you know, how, how does that change what John Harbaugh wants to do? But um, just just real quick to uh, want to mention as well, uh, our very best out to uh, Demar Hamlin um, and and his family and. Uh, you know, I, I'm guessing many of you watching and listening uh, were, were like me, probably planted in front of the TV Monday night, enjoying, uh, you know, another good Monday night matchup, or I, I should say one of the few really good Monday night matchups. And um, We've seen a lot of football, guys, and I think I can speak for everybody here. We knew that was not run of the mill as soon as I, as soon as I saw – the medics get to the field. I saw them speaking into their mics and waving at people, and I knew immediately this was not normal. Um, and, yeah, but, and but why just, does it take an hour you know, to call the game? Well, that, I, that was – come on. There, there's no question that that's an issue, okay? I, I, I just the, – the last thing I'll say on it is it was one of the more alarming things I've ever seen in pro yeah. sports. Um, and I, I can share a funny story, uh, later about my opportunity to go on the field in a situation like that. But I mean, they, um, they pulled the guy off the field and they told the players they were going to have five minutes and they had to start playing again. That, I, I, that, I think the NFL, the NFL has claiming never they been, didn't, that has never been proven. What, what's that? Uh, okay. so you're saying the whole, NFL the whole didn't five, say that? The whole five minutes thing. Joe Buck, Joe Buck said that they were told that and that they might've very well been right. told that, but 
the NFL has said that that was that was not something. Then Zach Taylor even said that that our players started warming up in anticipation that they that we might have to you know get back to to playing soon because right. obviously prayers for Demar Hamlin and his family. It's a super sure. scary situation. I've seen some nasty shit on the field, but that was totally different. Like you yeah. know, basically watching a man crumble. And and you knew he might be dead. Like you knew it, the possibility existed. And it's happened before in, in other sports. Chris Pronger from the NHL, and yep. even last year at the Euro Championship, uh, Christian Eriksson mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. fell over. Um, but you know, the one thing I, I do want to say is that, and I believe me, I'm an, I do not defend the league all the time. But you know, I think I think what happened was people started getting really pissed off on Twitter about the league because they started hearing this and hearing that, you know, and then in this age of misinformation or disinformation, that yeah. whole five minute thing was never true, false. Not it was so like people just started saying, oh, they gave him five minutes, you know, fuck the league, this and that. It's like nobody the league. If you want to know who really shit their pants at that moment, the league, because they were like, this is our biggest fear come to life. And even though we might be prepared, nothing can prepare you for for that scene. Is, is it is it possible at all, guys, that that maybe what was happening was that because of prior precedents, when games have been stopped for periods of time, that that the players just knew, hey, man, I got to get warmed up again. We're going to go back at it. They and they just started throwing the ball around. Guys started stretching. I mean, I the Bills players, I did not get that feeling from. I mean, the, the looks on the face of Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, uh, some of these other guys. I'm like, there's no way in hell these guys can play football tonight. No way. Uh, because if they do, then it becomes even a, a bigger risk to them because they're not going to be focused on the game. Um, and so ultimately, the NFL made the right decision. I, I agree with what Ben's saying. Why the hell did it take an hour? Yeah, I, uh, I know they had to check in with, with the NFLPA yep. before they yep. could make a decision. They couldn't just call it. Um, but still, that should that process should not have taken one hour. No. I I don't understand it at all. And no. I, I don't think I, I ever either. will. I, I mean, I, I, ultimately, they did the right thing. But, yep. you know, it's like we were all sitting there going, send those people home. Look at them. They're all in the stands going, what the, what the what's going on? What do we do? Made him sit there for an hour in the cold. What the fuck? Why? Yeah, I I don't. You know. And... I mean, how? I, did, and I because I, I I didn't go back and check and check the tape, but like, I how long did it take for for Demar Hamlin to actually leave? Like from the time it happened to when he actually left the stadium. Fifty five minutes. Uh, so it took so fifty five minutes from when he fell. Fifty five minutes collapsed. from when he collapsed. And then so. he. So it was. So they waited an hour after. No, 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 no. I know. I apologize. Okay, thirty-five minutes. Okay. Correct. And so then it was fifty-five minutes um, when they called the game. When they finally called the game. Yeah. So, <laughs> so for thirty-five minutes, the league, and by the league I mean Goodell, because Goodell wasn't there. He's he's probably sitting at home trying to enjoy the game like we all are. But then you have your boots on the ground there. Those operations right. people. So they're communicating back and forth, and they're probably feeding information to to Roger the whole time. And I honestly don't think that, like, besides saying, hey, we had to, re- they had to revive this kid on the field. Right. He has a pulse. So that's 35 minutes of that. And then I'm sure at that time they're contemplating, like, okay, what's our next move? And they're, they're probably judging the body language of players. Um, and and maybe, maybe an official did say, hey, guys, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just saying maybe you should warm up. And then that's where it came from. But, okay. 
I listen, that makes sense. I, I'm yeah, just that saying, would make sense I, to I, me. I, yeah. I agree. I think the league is the league has screwed the pooch so many times, and and I'm not, and I believe me, I do not want to defend them, but I really don't know what else they could have done in that scenario because because if let's just say they didn't wait an hour, let's say they waited 55 minutes to 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 call it or 50 minutes, would we be that less upset about yeah. it? I, I, one thing that I heard yesterday and then I talked with somebody that I trust to get some verification on it was a lot of people were pissed off because, you know, why is the ambulance sitting there? Why are they waiting so long? And it, they, my understanding, they had to make sure he had a, he was stable and he had yes, a pulse before they moved him. The longer they were there actually was better. They, they said yeah. that if you see the ambulance come in and come out, then that's bad, 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 bad. They said that actually it was better because they were getting his pulse back, they were getting his heart, everything was coming back online, so to speak, and that was good. And then they had him stabilized. They could wait for his mom to get to the ambulance, and then they left. So it, it was, you know, again, it, it's a lot of social media. People just blurting shit out, and then that gets other people fired up. Um, but it, all in all, it was handled well with the exception of why it took as long as it did to actually postpone the game. Yeah. Now, the game is not going to be made up, and the NFL sent out a memo a little while ago, and and I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Many of you have already seen it. But they've created scenarios where um, the Bengals, through winning percentage, will be the winners of the AFC North, um, in that if, if Buffalo and Kansas City were to qualify for the AFC Championship game, it'll be played at a neutral site, um, which I, I find interesting. And I think a lot of people are going to start tossing their hat into the ring. Um, you know, where where's that going to be? They're both outdoor teams. Do you play them in an outdoor stadium? Do you play? You know, that's something for another week. I'm sure we'll talk about. But I'm I'm probably try and find a spot in the middle so that I would hope know, fans from both cities can attend. Right. Which would right. be, you know, that that's kind of a I mean, cool idea. Honestly, we I, batted I agree. This, we batted this, this idea around a few years ago, a, mm-hmm. a, a few playoffs in a row, just to to kind of take away home field advantage for the the conference championship games, but also market it, make it a bigger deal, like a a, a semi Super Bowl. You know, the semifinals were yeah. like right. really promoted as such. As a as a bowl game, a legitimate bowl game, as yeah. opposed to just you know an a, another home game for a team. I I mean I get it from the ticket holder perspective. Sure, I would I would not be thrilled. Um, but again, we're talking about in this case uh, an absolutely unique and unusual and unfortunate circumstances. Yeah, th- these are horrible circumstances. But I yeah. I honestly I wouldn't be opposed to seeing something like that happen every year. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I think yeah, it's but, different. But then, what, then why do you play for the one? Why do you, you like play like, to win? You know why? You know why you you play, you play for the one to get the buy, because getting the buy you still have the buy just yeah. about guarantees you get at that game. Yeah, but you also get home field. Like I mean, but before yeah. the seventh seed, the top two seeds got a buy. So then it was right? like, okay, Wasn't that awesome. No, dude. And I mean, it was it the was the seven was, seed sucks. I agree. A bunch well, of seven seeds that a bunch of teams that don't belong. I mean, I mean the Steelers the playoffs still ball. might make the playoffs. And they floated this idea of an eighth seed. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I was, cannot. I can't. Football talk it. floated that. I mean, it yeah. wasn't that. That's just 
I'm sorry. We that's Florio talking out his ass. You know what I would do? What I would do is do we this. Florio's a Steelers up. fan. Steelers, no, he's, not. he's a Vikings he's, fan. He's a Vikings fan. He lives fan. in West Virginia, he's, but he's oh, a terrible yeah. towel all the time. No, yeah, he's, he's a Vikings just fan. Just to make it look good. He's from Pittsburgh, but he's a huge Vikings fan. I've heard him tell the story. He's from West Virginia. So, so the everybody else in the in his family was a Steelers fan. He wanted to be different, so he started following the Vikings. That's so his story. the purple anyway. people eaters. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Hey, uh, again, our best out to DeMar Hamlin and his family. Oh, and, damn, that uh, is delicious. Fucking everybody whiskey. at Bill's Mafia. Oh. Shout out to Del Reed. I uh, got a chance to see him on television. They had an interview with him on our local TV here. He's, uh, uh, you know, a friend of ours from a long, long way back. He runs 26shirts.com, and he's one of the founders of Bill's Mafia. So um, he did a super job just kind of laying out what's going on in Buffalo right now. And, um just incredible outpouring um, of things going on there. So we we send our best to, to Hamlin and everybody involved there. Um, as far as our Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, it was kind of a replay in some ways of the week before. Uh, obviously against the Raiders, we didn't run the ball nearly as well as we did against Baltimore, but um, still needed a Kenny Pickett-led drive at the end of the game to pull it out. Um, and sure enough, we do. We keep Wouldn't our. Would you call it a Najee Harris-led drive? Uh, probably more appropriate. I, I, I will call game. that a, an offensive line Najee yeah. Harris-led drive. Yeah, I, I would. Don't get me wrong. He made Kenny some had, throws. Kenny had some clutch moments there. A couple of really nice throws. I thought the throw to um, to Najee to win the game was. An okay throw. Uh, I thought him escaping the pocket was really dumb the way he did. He almost took a sack. It would have been fourth and 15. But the throw that he hit uh, Friermuth with was really nice. Really nice. That was a great toss. Before that, when he hit George Pickens with that throw on third and 14, that was a really nice toss. And the Sims can, throw was good. I, I thought that was his best. The throw Sims, actually, yeah, career. the Sims throw was the, the best was throw of the night. You're right. That that's a very good point, both of you. And a great uh, catch as well. That was that was that close. I mean, that, like, that, yeah. like that was there. Like right. their, that you, defender was there. You can feel his confidence growing. Yeah, was the was the point I was making, and and he made some nice throws. Uh, I, you know, it it feels like he's he's moving the right direction, and that's all we really wanted to see this year was just him growing and moving in the yeah. right direction and developing as a quarterback and as a leader. And it, it feels like he's doing that. So great. Kudos to him. Agreed. Uh, Ryan, did Najee Harris take it to like another level the other night? Because I, I mean, obviously yardage wise this year, he did. He looked like he was playing pissed off. Yeah. And yeah. celebrating with the fans. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that later. <laughs> I mean, I, I, a couple things. Yes, Najee is playing better. He's definitely healthy. That is also uh, credit to the to the O line that we thought they were going to be fucking terrible this year, and they're actually not even you know like they're not terrible. They're not great, but they're they're solid. They've but it's a night and day well. difference between last year and yes. this year, right? Yes. Oh my god, it's, it is. They have they, they of course uh, you know all lines struggle, but they've they've been a bright spot. So. I want to credit the line because Jalen Warren had a nice game as well. And yeah, right? I do think I think I do yeah. think Naj, I do think Naj just kicked it up a notch. I do want to reiterate though. I do want to reiterate the level of competition that the Steelers have faced after the bye week. Okay. Mm. Um and okay. I will so I just I just want to say that, okay? Um because they have been able to run the ball on all teams. Um 
Yes. Who who's their two losses? Even uh, even that first game against the Ravens, they had successful runs. Um, but I'd also like yeah. to say too that this is the they you know, this is another division game that they, they just played the Ravens a couple weeks ago. So I'm I'm just glad yeah, that they I'm I'm glad that they studied the film and they realized where they could expose the Ravens. Calais Campbell didn't play, and that was big for them. Yeah. Um, so when you combine all those all the positives, you get what you saw the other night. And and yeah, Kenny did have some nice throws. Uh, I'm still not going to be too high or too low on him, yeah, but I fair. agree. But fine. I agree that even that Raiders game, that was a nausea game, and so was this Ravens game. Yeah. Um, and looking ahead to Sunday, the Browns' rush defense has is is statistically is bottom tier, but they have gotten better. I mean that that by by, by no means their pass mm-hmm. defense is good. But I'm interested to see if if they if they continue what what has gotten them to eight and eight <laughs> imagine that well i i can imagine it because all the browns fans told us they were going to be division champs and you know I, I, but be that as it may um yeah i i you know in our uh our private chats that we have uh daily you know uh ben you you had some comments about dan moore you you thought that he's kind of picked things up since what would you say the eagles game yeah i Something happened in the Eagles game. He gave up a couple of sacks early. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he got pissed. And he started playing better. And I don't know exactly what it is. If it's just determination. Yeah. What the fuck he's doing differently. But he's playing better. There, there was also. <laughs> he's not all- great. No, 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 no. And I, I know you're not saying that. But since that game, yeah, he's played pretty well. He also was part of that little dust up during. I think it was a Friday practice where he and Hayward, I think, got yeah, into he it. He and Cam got into it again, which is something that we had not heard from him before. Cam, it happens all the time, you know, with, yeah. with him. But we hadn't heard it so much with Dan Moore. And, yeah, and but you I have wonder... to wonder sometimes if, if a guy like Cam isn't pushing the, a young guy's buttons on purpose. Bingo. Just to get him fired up. Yeah. Just to yeah. bring it out of him. You know? Yeah. Aaron uh, quick, Gilbert. What's quick up, shout Aaron? out to Aaron. Glad to see he's okay. And uh, Indeedy. has recovered from his loss uh, to Georgia the other night. Um uh, that was a good see. game, man. That was it, a good was. Game. it was. That was the track game. meets, man. These games are. Just I know. Crazy. What the fuck? Somebody can play right. defense. Uh, I mean, Ohio State's bitching about the fact that they didn't yeah. have this player and that player and the other player. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. On the I'm other right. hand, your defense could have not allowed 18 points unanswered in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Remember those uh, Buffalo Wild Wings commercials where they'd hit like the button underneath the thing and it would like <laughs> it would signal the ref to like throw a flag and shit. Like both of those, both of those games were the same. Like it was, you would literally walk away to take a piss. You come back, you'd miss like three yeah. touchdowns. Yes. So what, yeah. what the fuck? Yep. And uh, you know, Jennifer made a good point too. Shout out to Pat Meyer. Um, I, I agree. I think that guy deserves a chance to come back. Oh yeah, but um, he's got a he's got a two year contract. He'll definitely yeah, be, back. be back anyway. Like he'll be but, back. I mean, but, his yep. his line is just going up. Yeah. You know, yeah. and as long as the arrow stays up on a unit, they're not going to get rid of the guy. And, and no. God, let's hope they don't. I mean, the inconsistency in terms of coaching and technique along that line for the God, past 
he's three, four he's years. Huge, huge. It's been awful. Ball. You know, mm-hmm. Ryan hit the nail on the head before when he said they shouldn't have, they should not have fired Sean, Sean Surratt after a year. I mean, give the guy a chance to yeah, I, I just, put his own right. stamp on it, you know. Um, I, I wanted to mention too, and Ryan, you kind of alluded to this a little bit. Um, the level of competition. Now, look, we all admit a win is a win in the NFL. It doesn't matter how you get it. You take Steelers it. Steelers went against you know? a pretty good rush defense last week. They, they did. Very good, actually. I, what I was going to get into was the quarterbacks they've played. All right. You know, since playing Joe Burrow in November, losing 37 to 30, we've played essentially Tyler Huntley twice. Um, yep. Matt Ryan. They lost once. Um, uh, uh, Marcus Dalton. Mariota. Uh, Andy Dalton, Derek yeah. Carr, Derek Carr, Andy Dalton, that's right. Andy Dalton. Well, Andy Dalton would have been before the Bengals game, though. And the Steelers lead the league. Steelers lead the league in interceptions right now. I, I, they do. They're because making plays. They're turning the ball over. They're also thirty-second fumble recoveries. But you know, that's that's another conversation. It, it is. It is. Um, I, don't, I don't get it. How can you be so good at one thing that? It's weird, isn't it? So bad. I mean, it helps when the quarterbacks you face are garbage. (laughs) I I just, I don't, it's just not their thing. Usually they force turnovers both ways and they're plus three turnover margin. It's so it's not like they're doing a bad job. They have got the ball on the ground a couple times. Just haven't recovered it. If I recall. Yeah. But they've only gotten three, three recovered fumbles all season. Wow. 16 games? TJ, t- you have to assume that if TJ played a full season, he'd have at least five to seven forced fumbles. Yeah, five. That gives you those five. opportunities. Yeah. Um, Did you guys think he looked better last week? He's looked better ever since he took the brace off his off his arm. Yeah. Yep. Yep, um, I agree. That, that additional mobility has, has helped him. Now, it also puts him in a position where he can re-injure his pack, so let's hope that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. I, I mean, I, I also think too that it it helped that it helped him that that he faced he, he I mean he faces a team that he does well against almost yeah. all the time. They really you know the Baltimore's offense hasn't really changed as much without Lamar. Um, they you know they do the same designs, um, but I do think TJ's definitely played better. But mm-hmm. um, you know how many times TJ Watt has faced Lamar in his career? Twice. One. One. I was going to say, I think it's once. Lamar has played against the Steelers three, three times, times in yeah. five years. So I, yeah, it might, be, it might be twice. I, I thought it was once. So it's not like, I mean, well, most of the guys that play for the Steelers, they're not really that accustomed to Lamar yet. And no. when Lamar has played against the Steelers, he hasn't played well. So I will say, I will say that when the rate when Justice Hill returned that kick about sixty yards, right? Um, I, I, I said, "Here we go, Tucker field goal. That's game, right?" Game. Um, and I think it was the second play was TJ. Yeah. Um, that sack. That yeah, and and you know you always yeah. You, as soon as I saw the alignment, I was like, "Oh yeah, oh, like <laughs> and, yes." And, and like I'm, I'm like I'm sitting there because like. Like here's a guy, you know, like he got Collinsworth because they kept showing Greg Roman and Matt Canada, and I'm like, I'm like Greg Roman, like how many how many times have you faced the Steelers? How many times right, have you right. faced T.J. Watt? And it's just like, dude, you literally need five yards to get a field goal, and then the next play, likely, 
I think Edmonds like broke it up, like likely had a five yard pass and he dropped yeah. it. And that was, I mean, that was not saying that that would have won the game or not, but in my mind, I'm like, here we go. Here's a field goal. Yeah. It's game over. That but, pass, that pass was it. Yeah. That it was an eight yard pass and it was, they needed like 12 or something, but they didn't need that much for the field goal. I agree with you. And him breaking up that pass, timing it just yeah. right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, that is wishful thinking. I would love to say that he's going to do that, but I don't see it. Uh, I mean, it's if I, I would say this, it, it's possible, but I don't see if, given the way, frankly, <laughs> given the way that TJ is playing, and I don't think he's at 100% still, right? Right, I don't see it. I, it all depends what Cleveland shows up. I, if that Cleveland from last year. And Ben's finale shows up. No. Yeah, they didn't yes, care. They didn't, they didn't I, fucking care. No. And I know this is gonna sound. I know this is gonna sound silly because the Browns are, are little brother, and and they're mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. They, they think they're the Steelers' rival, but the Steelers doesn't consider them a rival. It's it's laughable, right? But right. but if I'm the Browns, I by no means throw the ball more than I absolutely have to, and they actually do. Like I'm talking, like I you know. This is that moment. Just run the ball. So sort of what the Steelers did last week to the Ravens. Right. Like rely on your backs because you know they, they've been not only talking shit, but but you know, even Miles Garrett this week said, Yeah, we'd love to send him home. And I'd say the same thing if I was the Browns and yeah. really haven't had although the playoff game, but I don't see TJ Watt getting three and a half opportunities <laughs> to you know, it, let alone three and a half sacks. But who knows? I mean well, Stefanski he threw the ball eighteen times last week. Deshaun Watson was nine of eighteen. Now yeah. Henry TDs, but and hate him. But right, their defense also grabbed three interceptions. Yes. Got them an early lead. Yep. When you have the early lead and you have two really good backs, why the hell would you throw it? Oh, I wouldn't. Amen. I'm just. I, I mean, if I'm up by two touchdowns yeah. and I can slow the game down. I'm running it. All I'm saying is that the possibility exists that they could do exactly that. I mean, last well, it, as long as as long so. as Pickett doesn't doesn't turn the ball over, as long as our running right. backs don't turn the ball over, you know, ball security is going to be an important part of this game, and it's going to be another fucking close one again. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Claude had a good question. Uh, Nige is 46 yards away from a thousand. Is it still important? Yeah, it matters. I think it does. 17 games now, but I mean, I, I think it's a big deal for a running back to still hit a thousand. Um, I mean, it's only like, you know, what, it's, right? only like, it's only like 65 yards a game. Oh no, I know. But I, I think we haven't, I, I don't think that, especially us old guys, we haven't gotten away from that yet. I think eventually we will, where it'll come back to more about, you know, yards per carry, things like that. Um, because yeah, it is only about sixty-five yards per game to get a thousand now in a seventeen-game schedule. It's um, not even sixty-five yards a game. No, what it's, is it? It's it's about sixty yards a game. Okay. Yeah, so well, for a thousand. So it's it's not a it's not a huge number anymore. I, mean, I, still, I you know I think it matters just from the, just for a pride standpoint I think, because I think it's a mental thing. The season started out so poorly. Yeah, but I, you know, I mean, it doesn't change the way I view them. No, yeah, me I, either. I, that, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm going yeah. with it. I mean, it doesn't change the fact that this has been kind of a uh, – I don't want to call it a lost season, but, yeah, I do, actually. It's a lost season. Um, yeah. It's a rebuilding year, man. It is what it is. 
what matters more to me, and I, I tweeted this earlier, is that this is the first time since 2015 that the Steelers had two running backs to, that each had 500 or more scrimmage yards. And I banged that drum all offseason, you know, get a competent, you know, backup that could spell Naj, and they got him. And, they, mm-hmm. and they're, they, they, they're, they're different running styles. They're totally different running styles. Um, and it actually, I think it's, I think it's worked this year. And so, you know, su- success one year doesn't always mean it's going to be successful the next year because, you know, the 31 other teams adapt and adjust. But that mm-hmm. is the, the mm-hmm. O-line and that, that two-pronged approach has definitely played – sure. uh, has definitely played – better than expected this year yeah uh just real quick let me remind everybody you know the national title game is coming up so uh if you're even inkling to do uh to get a little wager in you might want to do our friends at DraftKings sportsbook download their app now use code tppn new customers bet just five dollars on college football and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly that's code tppn only at DraftKings sportsbook and man, well, I think Georgia's going to boat race TCU, but what do I know? Um, you know, George pointed out Jim Brown only played, you know, most of his career was 12 game seasons. Yeah. Um, 12 the and only, 14. The, the only thing I would say to that, it, it the offense was much different than to, it was also geared through the running game. Yeah. It's all it was, you know, much more so than it is today. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's great, like Scarps pointed out, that we in, in found his a, era, a guy to back you know, in his era, Jim Brown was was Bo Jackson and Tech Mobile. Like we talked about Franco last week. Yeah, he, he was. I mean, he was opposing players talk about the fact that he came out. He didn't have any pads on except for shoulder pads because he was required to wear them, and a helmet. And those '60s helmets didn't exactly give you a great deal of padding. No. You know, Basically a had, hard shell and you had a web. They had a hard shell and you had yeah. like a canvas web inside. Yep. And yep. that was it. That was that was also why they didn't use it as a weapon, though. Yeah. <laughs> Back in those days. Touche. Uh, so, uh, you know, really tough guy. Uh, yeah. Ran over players that were trying to tackle him. Um, in his era, was ridiculously unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there aren't enough accolades. To, to give that guy, you know, as a player. No, I agree. And he was excellent in the Dirty Dozen, I might also add. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I want to uh, talk a little bit about Mike Tomlin. Um, did you just roll your eyes at me, Scarpino? I think he just rolled his eyes at me when I said I didn't Mike see Tomlin. it. I, I think he did. I, I, I want to go I, back and rewind this fucker. You, you can, uh, but I, 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 I don't feel that well, so I, I – <laughs> I might have just been blinking. I I get nervous. Well, sometimes. here's what I mean when I say I want to talk about Mike. Ryan, you should have some of this. It'll it, make yeah, you feel better. Make you feel yeah, okay. so much better. Um, Ryan, how would you grade his coaching this year? Considering everything he's had to deal with, with youth, different coaches. I don't coaches, know who gave me this, but God damn it, it's delicious. TJ Watt uh, injury. How would you grade him this year? Um, because you were you were there for the eight and eight seasons, right? Yeah, it was the, especially the one that started off zero and four. You went to yeah, London. Thirteen was thirteen. Hello, darkness, my old friend. 
Because at least 2012, 2012, Ben got hurt for a couple games, and yeah. I believe we were we were yeah we were seven and five, and then lost three in a row to get to seven and eight. That was yeah. the only year that we were eliminated before the final week of the year. Um, yes, I was there for both. Um, I mean, I have to. I I can't give Tomlin an A because yeah, because I I tell you this all the time. We the the Steelers fans love playing the what if game. Well, what if they beat the Patriots? What if they beat this? If you're going to play that game, you have to play it both ways. You know, look Absolutely. at the Raiders. Look at the Raiders this year. Yep. The Raiders have lost like nine or ten times yep. by less than by by one possession. So yep. it's just like eight times by one possession. Yeah, yes. and, that, and then the Vikings. It, I think won twelve games. By yes. One. It's, so it's just like you can't you can't play yeah, that the Steelers game. last year were eight and two in one possession games. Yeah, they're fucking ridiculous. Go, go, go dig it up. I, I, I tweeted every once in a while. They, they, since like 2014, the Steelers have been ridiculous in, in one possession games. It's very, yeah. they're very fortunate. Right. So I, I would give Tomlin. And you don't uh, have to necessarily give him a letter grade. I'm just saying, how, how do you think he's. I mean, he's I think he's. I mean, I think. I mean, here's the thing, though. I think he. It, I think he's always done a really good job. I just think that there's a lot, there's been a lot lately left to be desired. Mm-hmm. There has been shortcomings. Like I, I acknowledge that, that that non-losing season streak is, is really cool. It's really important. And I also acknowledge that it, that it was there. that important. Honestly, I kind of hope it's over. So, so him it's not, it was I know there. It's not him. It was there before. It's basically the Ben, it's basically the Ben Roethlisberger non-losing season. No, it's streak. not. It's not. It's not. Because in 2019 he lost Ben and they were 0 and 2. Okay, that's fine. And that's then he fine. went eight and eight with fucking but, Mason Rudolph and ben, Duck Hodges. But who Ben both started sucked. it. Ben started it in 04. Fine. Okay, so it's like the Ben. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Ben Ben so, minus one. So I acknowledge that yes, he's 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 a he's he he is absolutely he is absolutely a top. He's an absolutely a top ten coach in this league. Top and five. I might I I would even say he's probably top five. And I know yeah. Steelers fans. I know Steelers fans. You know, don't want to hear that. You know, for whatever no, reason, I, and mm-hmm. I get it. They're tired of the whatever. But, I get yeah. it, but I, I, I'd give him, I'd give him, I'd give him a B. I'd say a B because yeah. this team was two and six. It was, it was going nowhere without uh, its best player. I, I'd give know. him a B plus. He's made yeah. some mistakes this year, no question. Um, he has done some things that I would not have done, but I also look back at it and go, you know, maybe he was thinking about things long term. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about winning this week, and he was thinking, "Okay, this is what this team needs to grow and become better as a team, as opposed to just winning this game and maybe not learning." You mean what like they needed Jets to game? Learn. The Jets game. <laughs> a good example. The Patriots fucking game is a yeah. great example. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there were there were a number of games where it was just like, "Dude, what the fuck." But overall, I, I'd have to give him a B plus. I think 2019, he did his finest job as a coach ever. Considering what he that, dealt with. That, yeah. that team, yeah. that offense was god-awful. It was yeah. worse than this one. Yeah. They were also. You know, 2012, they, 2013, the defense was fucking horrible. They were they were eight and five. They were also, that, that's the other thing, too. I know they, they faltered down the end, but they were eight and five with that team. Yep. In 2019, and then they lost three in a row. Right. To get right. To eight and eight, and even on that final week in Baltimore, they were still in contention, and they yes. got thrown. Yeah. But, but eight and five. Think about this: eight and five. Duck Hodges is your starter. 
And what happens again? You run into Dean Martindale, who always schemes the Steelers really well. Yes. He studies Duck Hodges' tendencies and fucks him up, slows him down. And it was the Steelers barely get out with a win, but then everybody starts copying that blueprint after the fact, and Hodges starts faltering. And it's Wait, just, what, what he, year are you talking about? 19. Well, 19 is the duck year. Yeah. It's a duck right. year. Right. Ben, I think you confused a little bit with the undefeated year. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm not talking. Yes, that happened too, but that was right. the next year. Okay. No. Again, Baltimore the year before put out the blueprint to mm. beat our quarterback. It was Martindale again. Okay. Right. Although it was uh, yes. even simpler. He was there. Yes. He didn't need a week and a half to come up with a game plan. It was even simpler for him. Because it was Duck Hodges. Hodges was hot. The Steelers were winning. They were gutting out a bunch of fucking wins. Yes. No. They played the Ravens early on. That was the Mason concussion game, Earl Thomas. And then they ended at the Ravens. Where'd Scarps go? He's still here. Oh, there he is. I can see his hand. Am I not here? You're you're delayed in your movements. I'm here. I'm waiting for Ben. I no, no. The 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 nineteenth were... season is when Mason threw to threw to Juju and Marlon Humphrey knocked it away in overtime, right? Correct. Then yes. we we finished the year yeah, at Baltimore because Mason was out of the game. Right, right. So it would have been Duck at that point, but right, um, yes. And then we also lost the week before at the Jets, and then the Bills at Sunday Night Football at home. So they were eight and five. They lost to the Bills at the Jets at the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Right, and and just to piggyback now on Ben's point is Martindale. You know, in Baltimore, I I think we did not really give that as much credit as we should have going into that game. We should. That guy I, I was mean, always fucking great against us. He, he, well, yeah, look what he's he was, done with the Giants. He's got him in the he playoffs. Was, he was good earlier in the year in that game too. He knew what yes. we were doing. Yeah. yeah, he always is. He's always good against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Like that fucking guy knows the Steelers. He knows I mean, our tendencies. He knows Steelers, our personnel. Steelers Giants in the play or Steelers Giants in the Super Bowl. You know, Dean, yeah, Dean that's, that's going to happen. Hey, hey. Don't, anyway, don't count it out, baby. Don't count it out. Uh, we get that. Fucking Duck seat. Hodges. Duck Hodges. That year, though, I still, <clears throat> I know at the end they faltered. They fell down. Yeah, it was a good up coaching year. They had a quarterback who. They had, a, they had a practice squad quarterback starting, all right? Yeah. They did. Do and you think it, it, it caught of, up with them? Well, absolutely it did because, as you mentioned, teams started to get tape on Duck Hodges at the NFL level, not just yeah. what he was doing at freaking Sanford or whatever it was. Um, yeah, so they, they could play it for him a lot better. Um, what I was getting to with Tomlin um, – do you think he regrets at all the way he went about Pickett in the in the training camp? The, the, I mean, as quickly as he went to him in game four, do you think he wishes he would have gone to him a little more often with the ones in training camp? No, I, I think no? that that he arrived he arrived at the re, at the reality that this was going to be his guy. He needed a spark in that game. He needed, he needed a spark badly. And because the offense was doing nothing and Mitch was playing tentative and it, it, 
I mean, it just wasn't pretty. Yeah. Oh, I. I, I was surprised well. it happened. I really was very surprised it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I was even more surprised by how shitty the defense played that game, and that there were no adjustments made in the second half. But and that <laughs> and oh my god, Mike White. Mike White's not going to play for the Jets this weekend. So it's either going to – like, and I know we have to handle our own business, but it's yeah. either going to be Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco. <laughs> it's going to be Zach Wilson, according I to Robin Seeler today. He and, said, we're, we're riding – what he said was, we're riding Zach Wilson come hell or high water. We're backing him. I'm like, yeah. oh. And, I'm, and I know Miami's defense isn't that great, but like – if you're it's, Mike, if you're Mike McDaniel, and like, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I'll say it right now. I do not think the Jets are going to beat the Dolphins. It's um, Zach Wilson. Yeah, I mean, for I, fuck's yeah. sake. I yeah. mean, he only does well against the Steelers. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> man, if I'm the Dolphins, you turn, you hand the ball off to Mostert and just and Je- and uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah, I, I, you know, in that assuming two is not playing, and from all sounds, it sounds Who's like their not. quarterback Taylor Swift. Uh, Swifty, Taylor, <laughs> Skyler, Skyler Swift. Skyler Swift. Swift. Are you shitting? It's a new Steve Hartman. Skyler. Skyler Thompson. Skyler Thompson. Yeah. Kansas uh, State, I think he is. His father was Hunter no, S. But, Thompson. But the other thing, um, too, is doesn't this whole thing from Monday night, doesn't it affect the Bills now uh, against the Patriots? Um, I mean, maybe do they, do they maybe, need that yeah, game I mean, as much a, as they did before? I, from I don't... a mental standpoint, well, I mean, they're pretty much because the they're kind of locked now. now. Yeah, they're right. kind of they're pretty much the two seed now. But 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 they can win, and if Casey falters, they're the one seed. So maybe they do want to win. So, so they, they would get the buy, but they would be at a neutral site. They're professionals. They're going to want to win regardless. I, right? I would think, but but. Are they going to be mentally prepared to go out there and play a game hard after what happened last week? That's the sixty-four thousand dollar question. Double-edged right. sword. I don't that know. Emotion. I have no fucking idea. So, I mean, so, that would be horrible. So the the Chiefs, if the Chiefs win Saturday night, right? They play. They Saturday. lock up the one. However, the Bills absolutely want to win on Sunday. For obviously for for, for Demar mm-hmm. Hamlin, mm-hmm. but but according to that memo, right, they need to do everything they can to not go to Arrowhead if they're the two. And oh, then I they see. Also, in the, in and the divisional, whatever not, the, whatever, not the AFC title game, the divisional, whatever. Yes. Yeah. So so, and then if the Bengals beat the Ravens, the Bills can't lose that because then the Bengals would get the two. Man. Yeah, so they would both be twelve and okay. four. I'll have to go back and look at it. So yeah, so the Bills absolutely want to win this game on Sunday. So I no, I don't think the Patriots are going to win. So then that leaves the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust the Pats' offense enough. Um, but but like, I, I don't think Buffalo's defense is. I don't great. think the Steelers are getting in. I just want to beat the Browns. I, I, I'm with you, Ben. I will be happy if they beat Cleveland. I, I just want to beat the Browns. Yeah. and let let the chips fall where they may. Exactly. You know. Yep. If the Steelers get in as the sacrificial seven seed, okay. I think being a seven seed sucks. 
and that you don't deserve to get in the playoffs. It's bullshit. But, you know, if the Steelers get in, fine. I just want to beat the Browns. I, that's all I want. I, I just want to beat the fucking Browns. I'm with you. Because that I hate would, their uh, goddamn fans. I don't really give a shit about the Browns. They're pretty much inconsequential. I mean, I'm pretty indifferent about the team. Yeah, every once in a while, Miles Garrett pops off and says something stupid. They got a fucking predator quarterback. Um, yeah, whatever, fine. But beyond that, I mean, it's Cleveland. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, it's it's two decades of fucking abject futility. Who gives a shit? Honestly. Uh, okay, so Aaron says, uh, I'll post it up here on the screen. Uh, my brothers do not want Tomlin to have a winning season, so we need this win. Uh, that's right. Aaron is in a house full of Browns fans. Browns. Uh, Browns. I vote for the Browns. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I, again, I'm with you. I just want to beat Cleveland and then let things fall where they may. Uh, do you guys think that all these games should be played at the same time? Yes. I agree. 100%. The, the Seahawks are uh, doing some bitching, and, and I don't blame them because – Why are they bitching? Well, because the Lions they play and on Packers – the West Coast. The Lions and, and Packers play primetime the very last game Sunday night. The Seahawks will have already played. They play like the 425 game. And yeah. what they do can then impact that game. Because if they win, then the Lions know they're already out. They can't make the playoffs. So? Well, their argument is, are they going to be as motivated to, yeah. to beat Green Bay? And, and I, I get that. And look, coaches and players will all tell you, oh, we want to knock Rodgers out of the playoffs. There's only right. one fucking night game, all right? And it's Aaron Rodgers, so they're going to put it out at night because there no. are playoff implications. Right. I get why they're doing it, but I'm talking about just the so, idea. Correct me if I'm wrong. Played. If if the fucking, if the Packers win, they're in, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. So if Aaron Rodgers wins and he's in, they're putting Aaron Rodgers, see if, Three-time MVP? Oh, I, I'm not talking about. They're putting him we, on TV. Yeah, I, I, I'm not talking, talking about, about the timing game. wise. I'm talking about the. Timing. I get the timing. I I, yeah. I just I'm just talking about ratings. At the end of the day. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm talking about, about okay. It's a no-brainer. I'm talking yeah. about ratings. At the end of the day, it's about that. There's one fucking primetime game. Nothing if you have a game, right? Where if Aaron Rodgers wins, he's in the playoffs. You're gonna go. I want that game. I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to rise to the occasion. It's going to be a great game. And so I want that game. And I'm talking about from the network standpoint. They're pointing at that going, yeah, we want that one. We want yes. this one over here. No doubt about it. All right? Yeah, so I agree. The Seahawks. The Seahawks. Cry they, about for, it if you want. It doesn't mean dick. They also are facing the hottest team in the league. Um, that could, they could still get the number one seed in the 49ers. Cause if the Eagles lose and the 49ers win, the 49ers get the one. Right. Seattle plays the Rams. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, they play the, I'm sorry. I'm right. a dumbass. My bad. Yeah. Um, no, Arizona <laughs> plays the Niners. Sorry. Apologies. Yeah. So yes. Okay, so the so, Niners and the Rams are going to win is what you're saying. <laughs> no, no, my bad. I actually think Seattle can beat the Rams. I think I think Seattle will beat the Rams. The Rams yeah. don't give a shit at this point. But then no, you want to talk about having your bags packed. Well, no, wait a minute. <laughs> they've actually played pretty well in the second half. Now that I think about it, they've they've won a bunch of games. The fighting Baker Mayfields. Yeah, yeah. So so but but the thing is Seattle's already counting their chickens, right? 
they're like, well, Detroit's oh not going to play. Dude, you have to beat the Rams first to even worry about what Detroit is, you know? Yeah, exactly. What the hell is this? I didn't see this. Peyton Hills, the Browns. Saving his kids from drowning. What the What the fuck? Oh, I didn't hear about this. Jesus. I didn't hear about this either. What the hell, Aaron? Fill us in. It's terrible. Write us a long post on Slack, Aaron. Come on. We know uh, what's going on. Peyton, uh, Peyton Hillis had that amazing year, and then Peyton, he was on the Madden yeah. cover. Yeah. And, like, if you go back and look at Madden the Madden verse. covers over time and you're, like, scrolling through and you're like, what the fuck is this? That sucks, so he, man. It sounds like he saved the kids. That's amazing. Holy shit. That's too an ICU man, right now? What's that? He's an ICU. Oh, my God. Jesus. NFL is just getting hit this week. Swimming accident. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. Thoughts, uh, prayers up for that guy. That sucks. Oh, my God. Um, so what do you guys think is going to happen this week? Steelers, Browns, 1 p.m. at Crusher Stadium. Ben, I'm going to go to you first. What do you got for a prediction, man? I got, and I'm going to do this again, and you're not going to like it, and I give a fuck. I got the Steelers. Winning by three, and I'm going to say bet the under, which is currently at 40.5. Ooh, that's high. That's high for the Steelers. Well, it's it's actually high for both these teams because they're going to run the shit out of the ball. Yeah. So what did you – I'm sorry, you said 20. I didn't say anything. I said Steelers by three. I said Steelers by three, bet the under. All right, Scarps, what do you got? You know – you know, I feel, I feel here's a guy. I, here's a guy. I I'm getting philosophical about it. If Patrick the, Mahomes me, he's that getting home, all misty two, about it. What is that two? So two straight, two straight games. The Steelers uh-huh. have won on a game-winning drive, right? Mm-hmm. But and literally, if they lost either one of those games, they're they're done. They're done. done. Done, done, done. So they sit here at eight and eight, and they got the Browns coming in. Uh, the Browns are playing better. Steelers, you know, need to win to get need to win, and then stuff to happen to get in. Right. I just, I wonder. I just wonder, did their magic run out in these last two games? So you want to talk about Bills and the emotion? Can can could that hurt the Steelers? I mean, I understand that the Browns fans are annoying, but let's not forget. Let's not forget what happened in that playoff game. In the 2020 season, the yeah. Steelers came out flat. Yep. They had a much more talented offense. Yeah, I, I think the defense was pretty good too. I know they lost Bud Dupree, but the defense was pretty good too. Right, and they just got throttled. Yeah. I'm not expecting that by any means. I didn't see a high, this high. Is, I don't know, but this is gonna. This reminds me of the 2018 season finale at home against the Bengals. The Bengals were garbage. Okay, and threw a pick six. I think Juju had a touchdown that like was the game winner, and the Steelers didn't make the playoffs that year, but they won. I'm right. feeling the same type of vibe, and I believe the Steelers beat the Bengals. It was a Boz walk off, so right. I'm going to go with probably three point victory, but I'm going to take <laughs> Cleveland Browns. <laughs> okay, and, and I and, and I, I just want to remind I, the listening audience that he took the Ravens fine. last week too. I, that's fine, but I, I will say this: I picked the Steelers to go eight and nine this year. And regardless of what, regardless of how they got there, they got there. And I, I know Deshaun Watson. I think we him. all pretty much said eight or nine wins. Hate him, yeah. like him. I, I don't know many people that like him, but he is playing better. 
He is still a really good quarterback. His they numbers gotta... are shit. Oh, and oh, because oh, our guy's so much better. <laughs> I wasn't making a comparison. I was just okay, saying his, his numbers are worse than Zach Wilson's. Look, who's Pickett's? Yeah, no, I took Deshaun Watson's. Noah, how am I the worst Steelers fan? Because I'm honest. <laughs> Because I don't, Scarpino is the worst Steelers hey, fan. Because hey, you know why? It's not because he picks against he picks against them to, to win. It's because he loves Mason Rudolph. That's exactly what, well, what look, I said. I too have picked against the Steelers the last two weeks. I take the, I took the Raiders. I well, took you picked against them again. Go ahead. And and I feel like if I don't pick against them, then I'm jinxing them. So You're right. I, I uh, you guys can both be wrong again. I don't mind I, being wrong. I'm wrong I, all yeah, the time. I, I, hey, fuck, this, I was wrong last week for that matter. I, I'm actually going to get crazy here. I think there's going to be more points than, than we imagined. I think it's going to end up being 23-20 Browns. Yeah, I'm Still going the dead. over. Still We're terrible. I'm going the over. I, I just – hey, look, this this train that Tomlin's got with the winning seasons, man, it's got to end at some point, you know. Um, I mean, honestly, I just, that wouldn't be terrible. I, no. I I would be okay with with the winning the winning season thing being not a talking point anymore. I, I, that's I'm, part, maybe that's I'm part of it. Pretty fucking sick of it. Yeah. By the same token, it's the Browns. I cannot. I just can't. I cannot I, be I, like. Eh. And the Browns fucking suck. Their rushing defense is shit. The Steelers have apparently become a grind the ball out, run the ball team. This is now their identity. I'm fine with. I'm fine. So I'm looking at that and I'm going, okay. So <laughs> if we have more than three fucking drives in the first half, like we had two weeks ago, it'll be an easier win. And of course, Boswell's got to kick the goddamn ball correctly, that unlike would last be week. Helpful. Three out of four, but man, he's got to be. I also, more. too, they, when's the last I don't, they haven't been swept by the Browns. The Browns. 89? Is that it? I, I would think it's got to be. Yeah. I don't know. I, I look back to that 95 season when the Steelers beat him three times in a row. That was beautiful. Uh-huh. I mean, I just – and I know T.J. Watt didn't play in that, in that first game. But, like, not. Jacoby Brissett was, like, lighting it up. Like, yeah. Deshaun Watson is so much better. And Amari Cooper is still a stud. Donovan Peoples-Jones is a rising star. He's playing well. They got they, – they got a – you know – yeah, Cooper's Again, playing I, well, I, really. I think I think we're playing well too. I just I just I just think we run out of magic eventually. And yeah, I mean, I, you know, and if I, and if they do get in the playoffs, I think they're going to run the ball against us. Playoffs. And and the Steelers are not a, a okay. I'm not going to make the case the Steelers are a good rush defense. However, right. there are no good rush defenses in the entire NFL. I am finding the Steelers have gotten better over the second half of the season. And they are now the they're tied for the number four rush defense in the league in terms of yards per carry at four point one yards per carry. And if they can play as well as they played last week against the rush, and that's kind of what I'm expecting here. I'm not expecting them to come out in a six-two, but you know, more of a five-three kind of a line. It was a six-two last week. It was a six-two last week. Steel Dad, how much time do we have left? As much Dude, as, as much you want. As you give want. Us. Right. We have so we have at least we got ten K- minutes. Casey is here. We have a surprise guest for the Casey show tonight. Oh, but, surprise uh, guest! Yeah, yes. Uh, I went a little <laughs> wild today with this. Um, speaking of that six-two, 
So Terrell Austin today basically said that, um, yeah, basically, basically alluded to the, the Devin Bush got benched last week because they had a purpose. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that, that Bush responded really well to it uh, and that we're going to need him down the road. What does that say when you basically, when you tell your first round, former first round pick that you traded up for, and I know the injury, he's not been the same after the injury, but basically you look at him and in the most meaningful game of the year against your biggest rival, you say, you know what, man, <laughs> how about you take the week off? <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah, and and, and 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 you play a rookie for who basically hasn't snaps. played. Mark yeah. Robinson, who has not played all year, right. and you say, Robinson, we're going to give you a chance this week. Get in there and play. And then and then the, and then the other guy playing not only has fourteen tackles a game, but he can fix your furnace and your HVAC. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about Robert Spillane. He's got office, he's got offices in Dormont. I mean, what, and and Miles Jack, Miles Jack too has had the injury problem. Miles Jack is making a lot of money too. Like our inside yeah, linebacker yeah. are just oh, Miles man. Jack is awesome when he's healthy, but when he ain't, uh fuck. Seriously, okay. I want Bobby, I want Bobby Spillane to have like 20 more You know how funny that is because I swear every HVAC guy in my neighborhood is about six two and bald. Like <laughs> just, just Eddie, Eddie went to Western Michigan. And it's exactly. Just like, like, like seriously, like, I don't know who's doing who's doing the who's doing the who's doing the game. Is it uh Gumble and Archuleta? It is Gumble and, and Archuleta. Is, is AJ Ross yeah. the sideline reporter? Yes. And she's like, wonderful, by the way. I hope, I, to talk to her. I hope I'm wrong and the Steelers do win. And I hope Bobby Spillane has 875 tackles. And right? at the, and and AJ Ross interviews him at the end of the game. And he pulls out business cards like spraying, <laughs> heating, and air conditioning, and he hands one to people. You know what I mean? And he's just—he's like, yeah, just you know. Hey, Jay, darling, do you need an HVAC person? I'm your guy. Hey, listen, I, is your house too cold in the winters? Too hot in the summers? I—I <laughs> I know a guy. It's he, me. I'm the guy. Well, I, we've been incredibly hard on two guys. I think I would say Zach Gentry. And Robert Spillane. We have not been hard on Zach Gentry this season. No, this season we haven't. We have Okay, over his career, yes, yes. because he sucked. But, but boy, has you. that guy gotten better? He has, and Spillane has gotten better too. Do Come I still, on, Spillane do I still is still terrible the versus time? the pass. No, I don't. Is want Devin Bush any better? <laughs> well, Devin Bush is. Marginally better against you the We're talking about a, 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 an undrafted free agent kid from Western Michigan that's getting way more snaps than a number one draft pick. Because Robert Spillane is really good against the run. Yeah. The reason they play him so often, right? Especially on third downs, which I fucking hate, uh, is that's where that I'm he's going. a sure tackler. He's a sure tackler. So they want him out there with a chance to make the tackle and stop. Stop the ball carrier before the chains. Yeah. Right. No, I, the I chains, get it. The first down marker. So I get it. I understand it. But then when I watch him trying to play trail against the running back, against a fucking running back, yeah. he can't do it. No, I, I get it. I'm, a, I'm in agreement. Ah. No, I, I just. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, On the other hand, let's talk about a bright spot. Terrell Edmonds. Now that fucking guy. Oof. They they really need to resign him. Cam's well, I, mean, I know it's not like he has not. He's not a great player, but he is. He is 
always available. Always. He is consistent. He is good, but not great. All right? I know. They need to resign him. I, I know Ian, uh, Ian's got, you know, one of his 12 kids is not feeling well tonight. And, and that's why he's not here. But um, he, he wanted to talk about Edmonds tonight, and, and with good reason. Um, that play, if the Steelers do end up making the postseason, even if they don't, that play to break up the pass. to It was a the, fucking Ravens win. It was amazing. Right. The, Isaiah Likely, the rookie tight end, had it over the middle. Their whole game plan for that one play was just get in Justin Tucker field goal range to make it a seven-point lead. Yep. And they would have had it. I'm not saying Tucker makes it, but let's say he makes it because he makes everything against us. Great play by Edmonds to come yeah, up. That would and, have been a 52-yard field goal. And he makes that those. Pass. And he yeah. makes those. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And and it was a Even really Even in Baltimore when it's cold, he still makes those. Even, yeah. That, that I will be so happy when that motherfucker retires, man. Right? Jesus. Oh, my God. I that, second that. Oh. I Dude. just he, it, and he, or and he just gets old and his fucking leg gets weak. He's so Tucker? smug too because he knows yeah. how good he is. Mm. Uh, and by the way, he's a your... great kicker. He's a fucking Hall of Fame. Kicker. Oh, easy. He, you know, he is a Hall Boswell of Fame. Boswell says this guy's probably the best guy who ever do it, and I don't disagree. I, I, fuck. I mean, how do you? What do you? What can, what can you take away from him? Nothing. No, I mean accuracy, distance, yeah, just clutch. I, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Aaron. <laughs> well, you know. Well, you know. It's different. I believe, I believe that's what they call a duck hook, uh, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> a duck hook. <laughs> I think there was a guy in uh, Buffalo one year. Yeah, his was Scott Nor something. What was yeah. Scott Nor? Um, uh, Norwood? Wood? Wood. Scott Norwood. Norwood. Yeah. Norwood. What? Who? Uh, speaking of uh, Hall of Fame, by the way, uh, neither Heinz Ward nor James Harrison made the list of finalists. Um, I nobody's surprised by Heinz Ward, right? I mean, none, neither one of you guys are surprised by that. I know, I know, Ian's I, not. I'm not surprised by it, and and as I always say, as a football player, I believe he deserves it, but I understand he won't get in. Does that make sense? He won't get in. He won't get in. There's too many receivers that are going to have too many numbers. But aren't you guys surprised by James Harrison not be, being a, a top 15 final? I am a little bit, especially when you look at I who, am. who made it and who didn't. No. You know. I am. Zach fucking Thomas. Are you kidding me? Are you really going to shit on Zach Thomas right now? Yeah, I'm going to shit on Zach Thomas. You got to be fucking kidding me. Albert Lewis? You got to be fucking kidding me. Why are you shitting on Albert Lewis? I'm not saying that there aren't five guys in that list that are better than James, because I think there are. I mean, that had look, better careers. Revis, Joe Thomas, first ballot. That's oh, easy. Yeah. Joe Hester. Thomas, as as a Steelers fan, I don't I, like Joe Thomas. I think he's a fucking jackass. I, I also agreed. know. I also know that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes. I know that. Yep. He was a great player. Yeah. You know. No, I. I no, no, I, I just I'm I can't believe that he didn't get into the finalists list. Now look at look at Noah saying doesn't think Hester deserves to be in. Now that's interesting. Why well, Noah? Just uh, kick off returns not a big deal. I, well, I as a as a special teams player, maybe. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, as a special teams player. 
Can we get a T-shirt? Why are you Why shitting, shitting on, on Albert? I, I will ask Dan. I'm sure he probably will. But uh, you know, we, with Scarf's yeah. face on it, it's it's. So again, like, and this is not like this is no disrespect to James Harrison because yeah, he has arguably he is a defensive player of the year and he's yeah. argu- arguably the biggest one of the biggest plays in Super Bowl history. No doubt. Okay. No doubt. But we fall in love with the underdog story of James Harrison and an underdog story does not always get you to the finish line. So that's why I, I believe Hines is more worthy than James to be in the hall of fame. You gotta be kidding me. Seriously. Dude. Hines was like a pillar for so long. James Hines was was never among the best of, of his peers ever. He was never, I'm sorry. There's no stat for devastating downfield blocks. That doesn't exist, all right? Hines was great at that, but he was never, ever among the best of his peers. Yeah. By the way, I believe Greg has, Warren deserves has, to be in the Hall of Fame. He has like a, for being I, a great long snapper? Yes. He has okay. a 1,000 catches, 10,000 yards. Great. He's got, he was a great possession receiver. 85 TDs? Yeah, cool. He was a great possession receiver. Art Monk took forever to get uh, in the league. James Harrison the doesn't – James, Har- okay. James Harrison was among the best at the edge position he does, he, for okay. a lot of years. Okay, all okay. Right. He, All right, Scott, make your argument. He has 80 and a half sacks, mm-hmm. 80.5 sacks as an okay. as an edge. And some picks. TJ, and a bunch of pummel recoveries. TJ and a bunch is, of this. TJ's going to pass Harrison. TJ, TJ doesn't drop back in coverage as often as Steelers linebackers used to. He doesn't do that anymore. Every once in a great while, TJ is playing back off the ball. But for the most part, TJ is a straight-ahead player. The Steelers run a four. Or basically, they run a four-three now. Okay, so here's okay. So okay, if if look at the other look, if you look at the other edges in that list, cheers. Yeah. If you look at the other edges in that list, James Harrison is not better than any of them. I disagree he's not, with you. He's not better than Dwight Freeney. He's not better than Jared Allen. He's not better than Demarcus you. Ware. I think he's probably. Okay. He's not better than Demarcus Ware. I don't. To, to I, Robert Mathis, but. I don't again, think made it. again, what he was asked to do over the course of his career was different than what those guys did. Okay, if he, true. if true. he rushed, if he rushed every snap like those guys did, he would have well over hundred hundred sacks. Okay, well so over. if so, if Hines didn't, if Hines didn't want to rip somebody's head off at every play, he might have more than a thousand Maybe receptions at ten thousand yards. He was like, never those are big numbers. He was never a guy who was a threat to score on any down like like AB was okay he was never that guy never he was never a guy that defenses directed two guys toward because they knew that he was a huge threat and needed to take him away that was never Heinz was never that guy he was a guy you needed to keep your head on the swivel because if in the event that someone caught the ball in space Heinz is going to take your fucking head off they were also Heinz was coming they also were a much more run-heavy team and under yeah, Hines. Yeah, sure, they were. I mean, Christ, but, dude, could you like if Ben was Hines's quarterback the whole time? Hines you don't think Hines would have better numbers than a thousand catches and ten thousand? Like he like was a numbers. possession receiver. That's all he ever was. He was a possession receiver. That's it. And as a possession receiver, it's incredibly difficult to get in. It's already incredibly difficult as a wide receiver to as get a in. Receiver, it's difficult. Period. It's it's incredibly difficult to get in as a wide receiver, period. And if I, all I, you are is a is a possession receiver in this era, it's goddamn near impossible. He's not getting in. 
So here's so here's the thing. Not every Steeler can get in the Hall of Fame. Let's just, right. let's just accept that as a reality. Well, which is bullshit, but okay. But, okay, but here so here's the but here's the question. Here's the question. If if you got your choice and you and they said who they said you pick Hines or James, who gets in? Who James. would you pick? Oh my god. James. Ooh, Without hesitation. Question. Let me give you another example. The question. year that Troy won defensive player of the year. The reason that he didn't walk away with the vote was James Harrison got nine votes. Yeah, 2010. I remember that. Yeah. No, 2010, James won it, didn't he? No. 2010 was Troy. 20, 08, 08 year was James. 08 was and then, James. And then the and Super 2010 Bowl. 2010 was, yeah. Right. 2010 was, was, okay. James got nine votes that year. If he hadn't gotten any votes, Troy would have won by a ridiculous margin. So, I, so I, I'll ask this question, and and – and I'm, I'm just going to say it. So we, you brought up Antonio Brown, who obviously is is not one of my favorite people. Um, arguably, arguably, because uh, he's a piece of shit, as everybody knows, it, as you can see it all unfold. So I say that. He has some mental health don't, issues. Don't, don't yes. get yourself in trouble, Scarbs. Whatever. The guy has some mental health issues, yes. Uh, yes. Whatever. But my point being is that um, he uh, – did he quit? Did he quit on the team? Every oh, yeah, fucking did. team he ever played every for. Team he's been is that what you're? Is that what you're are, we, are we forgetting about every James, team that he played are for, for? Are we forgetting about James Harrison falling asleep in meetings? He had Marquise Pouncey and Bud Dupree basically saying like "fuck him." Don't we don't remember that? I do remember it. And then all of a sudden he goes away for a little bit because and and, and I, I I wasn't there at that time. I don't know. Okay. Um, but he went away for a couple of years, and then Steelers fans got all nostalgic about that ten year anniversary of Super Bowl forty three, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we love Debo." Okay. What was Let's going get- on? What was going on when he was being a dick and falling asleep in meetings? Allegedly, oh, we don't know that. Nobody would ever confirm it, except for Pouncey, who said, "I know." And I'm like, "Okay, so you were in linebacker meetings." I guess not. Uh, what was going on? He wanted to play. He wasn't playing. Yeah. They said he, the, he said they lied to him. The defense was simplified. He was bitching about that. He didn't like it. Um, he wanted the fuck out. So he did some shit to get himself released, which is childish. I agree with yep. you. Yep. And he got released. That was well, I got aim. news for you. Antonio Brown's getting in the Hall of Fame. 100% first ballot. Yeah. I, regardless of what kind of dick he is, now, he's getting in the Hall of Fame. Okay. First ballot. I'm not going to I'm not going to say I'm, that. I'm not saying I, first ballot. I'm not going to say 100%, but I, I am said first ballot. I did, I know. I know. And I'm going to go back I and I'm going to take that back and correct yeah, okay. myself. Somebody did. I did because I I there's a precedent with TO. All right. right. That's what I was thinking. Terrell Owens was an absolute ass to the media. Everybody. Antonio Brown was an absolute ass to the media. As Scarves can attest, you don't have to. You don't have to confirm it. It's fine. Um, he was an absolute <laughs> ass to the media. He was a fucking jackass. And those guys all vote on the Hall of Fame. So I think there and there have been some things since then. And he's quit on like we talked about before. He's quit on every team he's ever played for. He quit on the Steelers. He quit on the Raiders. You know, he quit on Tampa. Bills. That's not true. He, he well, the Bills. He didn't <laughs> the actually Bills. go. He didn't. <laughs> He didn't you think, quit. You think on, they're happy that they got Stephon Diggs instead, right? He didn't quit on uh, on New England. They cut him. Right. <laughs> they were like, "Fuck you, get the hell out of here." Um, so he didn't quit on them, but he quit on almost every team he played for in the NFL. And he was an asshole of the you know to the yeah. all the media. So he might not get in first ballot. 
the media might punish him, but he is definitely getting in 100%. The I, guy yeah, was – I don't I don't know. No? Don't the most sure. talented Steelers receiver I've ever seen. Uh, he and Ben were ridiculous together for five years. It was. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it helps it's when sad. Ben, they got nothing to show for it. it yeah, they didn't. They never won a damn thing. And Ben used yeah. to force. Ben used to force the ball to him just so he didn't have to hear his mouth. You think so? Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I know yeah. so. But that no, was the whole. Point of, that was the whole point of the tweet that he responded to. Like he was, he, he was acting like an ass, and he should be thankful that he got drafted to a team with a quarterback of Ben's caliber. Yeah. Ben did get. Ben absolutely got that dude paid. Yeah. Absolutely. Then, yeah, Morgan. did the dude have some of the greatest hands and feet I've ever seen? Yes. Did he catch anything in his direction? Yes. yes. But at the end of the day, it helps when your quarterback is is literally forcing you the ball. Yeah, I mean, and, and he would throw him the ball in double and triple coverage, and he'd catch it anyway. So if I'm Ben, I'm going, well, fuck. And and you you bring up Claude's <laughs> coming hard, and you, man. <laughs> and you bring up To, and you bring up To, and I've said this on the show. Put To's numbers in AB side by side, and To yeah. is so far ahead; it's not even whatever. Funny. And To wasn't shit. Would you say he's a piece of shit? Who? Hey. To OJ Simpson's in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, I mean, exactly. He's also he's a piece in the of Hall shit. of Fame before he allegedly. <laughs> oh, easy there. Yeah. Hey, if the glove doesn't fit. <laughs> All right. right. Do, do you guys view though the Hall of Fame? I sometimes view the Hall of Fame like like a, a three or four story house. Like you, you, you got this really amazing penthouse at the top, maybe. And then you got the different levels, maybe the basement. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I know it's not that way, but I, I look at a player like Deion Sanders or like a Reggie white. I, I mean, aren't, aren't they considered the all time bests at their position? Sure. And, and Lawrence you know? Taylor, I mean, Lawrence Taylor, yeah, you know, Lawrence Taylor was fucking ridiculous. I mean, yeah, he was. Fuck, he was, and I, and I mean, I, he was like Jim Brown in his era. You know? Although I'll say this about Dion, he used to make a lot of business decisions as far um, as tackles went. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, but be that as it may, it's. I've uh, said this for a long time. It's become the Hall of Great. It's not the Hall. Yeah, of and I think in a lot of ways it has. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. Again, they're limiting the number of guys that can get in. The two extra guys that are brought in be, by the seniors committee or as contributors, I don't always agree with. Like Jerry fucking Jones. How the no, fuck no. is Jerry Jones a Hall of Famer? What he the, got the fuck? He got the league really rich is what he did. Well, by, I, really, I like being on the podcast with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even good. I just gave it my head. No, but it's funny. I just, oh, I, I, I don't, I, I just, okay. So yeah, there are some guys that disagree with being in the hall. Yeah. Uh, Tony Baselli, God bless him. Incredibly talented, too ridiculously talented tackle. Too short a career. Shouldn't have gotten in. Yeah. Uh, the, the guy who played for the Broncos, uh, the running Terrell back, Davis. Terrell Davis. Um, There's a again, good one. Uh, should not be in the hall of fame at borderline, right? Hall of good. Uh, no, no, no. He was fucking great. He was yeah, fucking amazing. He was. He was. But you should have to be great over a period of time, right? Over think. over an extended period of time to get in, in my opinion. But the voters disagree with me. Uh, um, I, so I give. I'll give you one right now. And Casey, Casey's the bullpen. But Richard Seymour oh, okay. in the Hall of Fame last year. Who did? Um, Richard Seymour. Yeah, I agree Richard with you. Richard Seymour. Um, 
I mean, he was really good. He was really, really good for okay. He was really good I, I, for a long time. I just, I, I think that like, you know, I'll, and I'll say this too, and I'll let Casey speaking of speaking of music. It, it maybe I'm just getting older now, but but you, the young kids, throw out the word goat, right? They throw oh, out the, the word time. goat all the time. like all the time. Um, yeah, but I the remember, kids are really prone to the hyperbole, right? Yeah, but I, I remember a couple years oh, there's ago, there's plenty like, of older people that are too, like Mark. Justin Timberlake was like doing like a tour or whatever. This might be like five years ago. And like you saw like you saw on social media and these young kids were like, oh, he's the goat. I'm like Justin Timberlake is the goat of what? Singing? Uh, no. Dancing? No. Entertaining? No. Way, no. So I feel like. No, what though? He is, he is the goat of Mouseketeers. That's fine. There's, yes. Yes. He <laughs> is. He is absolutely like, the goat. He is the goat of Mouseketeers. Don't you ever try to take that away from him. Fair. I feel like we I, I feel like we get caught up in the moment when we think of these Hall of Fame things and we just start like say, oh, Richard Seymour. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Get him in. Why? Like, I feel like and then we talked about the voting. All it takes. All it takes is one guy to not vote. Right. I mean, sure. look at look at how they vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, some guys put in blank ballots. It's like you have a vote and you're not even voting. So right. I guess you're choosing your exercise. And you're free to not vote anyway. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> Uh, I've talked a lot tonight. Elsa right. Greenwood should be in. You're right, Claude. Yeah, Elsa Greenwood should fucking be in already. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Casey Kasem. Let's see if we can do this. American Top 40. 40. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the week that was January 5th, 1986. Ryan from Pittsburgh writes, Dear Casey, almost 20 years ago, the American head of the post-invasion Iraqi government, Paul Bremer, provided us with one of the greatest quotes after American what? forces captured Saddam Hussein. He said, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. And as soon as Kenny Pickett threw that game-winning touchdown past the Najee, all the Steelers nation felt the same way. We got him. That's right, Casey. We got our guy. We have our franchise quarterback. Quite simply, Kenny Pickett is him. I'm not sure if you remember, but Kenny Pickett is the Steelers' first-round pick of the 2022 NFL Draft. He went to the University of Pittsburgh. Speaking of Hall of Fame, he's on his way to Canton despite throwing six touchdown passes and 360 attempts. Casey, I don't know much about algebra, but that's one touchdown pass for every 60 throws. I'm sure other AFC defenses are shaking in their jockstraps. Ryan, let me stop you right there because there's another person from Pittsburgh that wrote me a letter this week, and his name's Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh writes, Dear Casey, hey, Scarps, you see that over there? That's where you can fuck off. (laughs) I'm tough as nails. I have swagger. What I lack in passing touchdowns, passing yards, yards per attempt, and pretty much every other measurable statistic, I bring it home with game-winning touchdown drives in back-to-back weeks. Next year, I'm going to throw 20 touchdown passes and guide this team to another 500 performance. What are you going to say then, hater? You are a hater. Whether you like it or not, I'm here to stay. Steelers Nation, I'm your man. Well, Ryan, or is it Kenny? Regardless, Steelers Nation, you're in for a treat this week. Moving up six spots to number 14, here's Wham with I'm your man. (laughs) Oh, Wham! Oh, holy shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's backtrack a minute here. Okay. First of all, he works in a reference from Paul Bremer. 
I never, I never in a million years thought Paul Bremer's name would be mentioned on this particular podcast. Okay, so that's right there. Then the fact that you pull out a George Michael, uh, a Wham thing, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. I, as soon as I heard 86, I'm like, oh, God, what, what is are, this going to be? And what are the chances that both me and Kenny Pickett right. wrote a letter to a dead guy? That is amazing. <laughs> the same week. I that mean, is like, fucking amazing. Oh, my God. Scarf, uh, you all That was a good one. That was great. All hey, right. So now you've heard Casey. That means we're out of here, everybody. Thanks for jumping <laughs> on with Joe. This has been episode 301. Oh, yeah. Of the Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. Thank you, Claude. <laughs> and, yeah, absolutely. Claude said I'm a sick dude. I appreciate it. And as always, <laughs> go Steelers. Ravens suck. Obviously. Obviously. <sighs>